Hey, this is Daryl Strawberry, and you listen to The Daniel Baldwin Show. This is Anthony Munoz, and you're listening to The Daniel Baldwin Show on ESPN. Hi, this is Bruce Smith, and you're listening to The Daniel Baldwin Show. Hi, this is Cornelius Bennett, and you're listening to The Daniel Baldwin Show here on ESPN. Jim Kelly, you're listening to The Daniel Baldwin Show on ESPN Radio. This is Chris Berman, a.k.a. The Swami. I am predicting that you are listening to The Daniel Baldwin Show on ESPN Radio. Hi, it's Dean Kane. You're listening to The Daniel Baldwin Show on ESPN Radio, and so am I. This is the Daniel Baldwin Show. Wow. 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 Tie like a wildcat. Wow. I want Ed Levine, the great Ed Levine's life. I want his life. I do. I want his life. He had to see his Yankees lose last night in the Bronx. Let me tell you something. Let 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 me go straight to it when it comes to this. I once had Barry Bonds tell me, that the difference between grounding out to second base and launching a rocket into the stands and right field fence is one-eighth of an inch on a baseball. One-eighth of an inch is the difference between a ground ball and a home run. So, now I don't know how accurate that is, but certainly what we're talking about is the difference is minuscule. So when you take that into consideration and think that the bases were loaded and we hit a deep warning track fly ball that just missed changing the outcome, obviously, of, of game four, because that's a grand slam home run, and I'm, I'm sure because it was the bottom of the ninth, we're talking about the game's over. So uh, that didn't happen. We tag a run in, and then, of course, we limp a ground ball that goes to replay to try to determine and by the hair on the chinny-chin-chin, he was out, uh, and the Yankees are done. So... Moving on from the Yankees, but I, you know, I love thinking about those. Man, one, so so, what's the difference between a flyout to the warning track and a grand slam home run? One one hundredth of an inch, one one hundredth of an inch, and and we're talking about Game Five in Boston and getting all crazy. It's it's amazing the chance of all of it. CC you know? Sabathia is ripping into this guy, Angel Hernandez. He had four plays reviewed at the at first base yeah. in the first four innings of Game Three on Monday. Yeah, yeah. now he's mad that. Three of which he, were overturned. Yeah, well, yeah. He thinks that the umpire was bad behind the plate, which he wasn't last night. He was fine. He was fine? Yeah. I thought he... I thought he. I want to know what goes through Neil's head during that game. You know, I, I don't know why that was in my mind. You're worried about what Neil's doing? I'm watching that game last it's night. It's fascinating, isn't it? <laughs> I'm, at, I'm at home last night, and I'm wondering if Gump's throwing remotes. You think he gets passionate? Yeah, I think, you know, Gump, he, I think, Gump, I think Gump watches the game. I think he goes to his room really angry, and then he looks at his poster of Odell, and it's all it's all good. Get in here, Gump. Gump, come here. Oh, Odell. Because I I picture him, scre- I picture him like getting really angry, and his parents have to yell at him. Yeah, calm down, like, Neil. Neil, keep it down up there. Neil, what? Neil, yell keep t- it down. Do you, do you yell at the TV? Do you yell at the TV? Yeah. Throw the remote. No, I don't throw stuff. You yell at the TV though. Oh, I was yelling. Yeah. My dad kept telling me to calm down. <laughs> Were you angry? <laughs> it's All right, Dad. Were you angrier about the sixteen to one loss or last night's loss? Last last night, sixteen to one. I was just like, get this over with. Yeah. Yeah. So, what did you take out of it last night? What, what was your take? They had a lot of opportunities to tie the game or take the lead, and they just couldn't capitalize on it. I don't blame the umps. I don't blame anyone but the Yankees. They had plenty of opportunities to win. Well, you know, when you're talking about a tight game and a tight series, and it is an upset if the Yankees were to beat Boston. Boston is, on paper and on the field, a better team 
in a, in, if they played the series 10 times. So Boston's going to win a majority of those. When you look at CC beating a guy with a ball and it ends up being a run and c- continues the rally, you know what I mean? I mean, that there's one of those mistakes in this situation against a team that's better than you. You can't afford to make that mistake. So when you watch and think that a guy is going to try to paint the outside corner or jam you inside, he has that kind of control when you're at his level. When you hit a guy, that's like, you know, throwing the ball 20 yards out of bounds. I mean, you're, you're, you're supposed to be able to not hit the batter. You know what I mean? So, um, you know, that was a mistake that really came back. That's That was a pivotal moment in, in, in his uh, in his pitching in this in this game. Um, CC hit a guy that the run scored and kept the rally going, and, 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 and that turned out to be the difference, really. Well, there was also in the beginning of the game when they did a shift and Glaber Torres was more towards shortstop, and a ground ball went right to where he should have been, and he completely missed it, and then they scored two more runs. What, what do you yell at the team, like, when that happens? <laughs> what, what comes out of your mouth? And what, like, whatever. Like, I'll swear. I'll just, like, yell at whoever I'm mad at on I that smashed play. my Furby collection. <laughs> so, so now, so now is, your father, is your father telling you to stop yelling and calm down because he can't hear himself screaming at the TV? Uh, is he a no. passionate fan, no. too? When he watches Alabama, he screams oh. like is someone's he, is, getting is murdered. He, Roll Tide. Is he a, is he a, is he a Crimson Tide graduate? No, his cousin was on the 92 championship team, and he's been a fan ever since. We're kind oh. of a big deal. Wow. <laughs> Where'd your father go to school? Um, he went. He, yeah, he, he did start Cuga. Oh. Then he went to... <laughs> Bamton, and I think he transferred to Nazareth. University of Phoenix Online. <laughs> Did you see what the Red Sox pitcher said to CC Sabathia after the game? He goes, "You got to get the ball over the white part of the plate to get those strikes called, CC." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because CC was bitching about the umpire. And wow. CC said, "Go ask the other locker room. I'll bet you they agree." And he's like, "No, that's, a, that's embarrassing. You can't blame the umps." And the fans. Have you seen all the footage going out of the fans? Do you fans? see the fans throw the beer at Kimbo? Yeah, that's infuriating. Yeah, they're throwing beer in the bullpen. They're throwing beer at the other fans. Stay yeah, classy, not, New York. Yeah, stay classy. Don't do that stuff. That's not necessary. I don't condone that behavior. So I've got uh, multiple texts in to, and I'm not getting a response from Randy Couture uh, because I want to get him uh, on the show to talk about this debacle in the World Championship. Which would, I, I feel like we need Neil to draw the n- next series in baseball today, right? Oh, I think oh, you want we have that? to make we have to make the NL the championship a, series. I think, and I think the, that's a lock that we have to in the ALCS. Yeah, so get yeah, going. We have to well, hold that. on, Neil. I have a question for you. What is your baseball like? What is your baseball viewing setup? Are you like sitting on your bed, cross legged, holding like a like a I don't know? No, we CC uh, Sabathia wrestling. I watch in the family room with my dad. Just oh, so like, you'll sit there. Yeah. I'll Do you have a beverage with you? Do you have some snacks? Yeah, do you last a- night I didn't. I didn't last night, but some sometimes I will. Mom will make a cheese plate. <laughs> <laughs> will you have a beer with Dad? No. No? no. Oh. You stay up for the whole game? I, I fell asleep for two winnings. Oh. And you want to know why we lost? I got a nap. I get so excited. <laughs> and you want to know why we lost? You fell asleep during the game? Well, the night before. Why? Because you have such a stressed out life? What it, no, the night before I was board hopping. I was here till almost two in the morning because the guy who does the post game just goes on and on and on. <laughs> and I only got like five hours of sleep the other night. Who's doing mouth. the post game? The Seth? guy NWFAN. <laughs> no. Sweeney guy. something. Sweeney that, something. 
that guy. And <gasps> oh, you guys run the post game too? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh my God, he does it all, doesn't he? It's unbelievable. Want me to start drawing? Yeah, no more Yankee games for you to screw up anymore this season. So. I think it's terrifying. I think we should have him do um, teams that aren't in the, in the race anymore. <laughs> we can do it. But we got to make our picks today, so get them up there, Neil. Uh, you want them all, or do you want just all four all right, so we got Boston. Boston, Houston. And then Dodgers, Dodgers and well, that's the Brewers. that's bloodbath, Boston, Houston. Who do you think we see in the World Series now? Uh, no, I'm not going there yet. Not yet. Put the emblems up. Let's see it. Okay. I can't. I can't. I can't give that away for free. Josh or Paulie, may I have some pictures? You know what the logos look like. No, no, do you no, not? no, 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 no. I want to go on. through. May I have some? Can you please do. show me the photos? Let's do. <laughs> wow. Which one do we want? Uh, I one. like the retro one. Yeah, this right one there. Right that's here. the one with the Astros and then the star and the 1970s colors so underneath draw it. Draw a box around it like it's a flag. Mm-hmm. All right, so you got that one. Red Sox, oh, Dodgers. <laughs> Let's do this one here. I'll need Classic it. Dodgers logo with the baseball and the cursive font. Okay. okay. Uh, I need it. Then we'll do Brewers. Brewers, you've done. <laughs> we'll do the glove with the Do the glove. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. let's do the glove. Seth that. reminding me, that I didn't even notice that the MB in the glove is Milwaukee Brewers. I didn't even notice that. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> that's some cool <laughs> trivia. And then the Red Sox, you know the Red Sox. That's some best trivia. <laughs> some best trivia. I want oh. the pair of socks. This there one. There it is. Yeah, right that there. Red right Sox. Oh, I like that. Is right. there any socks that have uh, more detail than that? Nah, that's pretty. No, that's that's, that's going to be plenty enough for him. It is? Yes. Let's right. not make his head explode. Ah. <laughs> The oh. Astros logo, just retro Astros time. logo. If you want to watch Neil Color, of course you can do that on the Facebook feed, facebook.com slash ESPN Syracuse. Oh, come on, Neil. You're down there it right is. there. All right. Got it. You're done. Stored in my memory bank. Let's take a quick break. Let's go to break and we'll be right back. We'll get an update from Neil and uh, we're going to talk about... This draft, this uh, kid making a decision, Joe Gerard. I'm so excited. It's time for. Uh, um, I just can't hide it. I'm about to lose control and I just can't. Uh, um. So what? It's unlistenable radio. <laughs> you understand the me? Daniel Baldwin Show. Hey now. What do you got, Josh? Josh? On Tuesday night. Uh, 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 oh, sorry. Yes. Uh, so what is brought to you by the Wildcats Sports Pub? Uh, watch <laughs> SU on your favorite sports teams on Wildcats big screen TVs. 3680 Milton Avenue, Camilla. It's a place where great food and great entertainment for your enjoyment are a priority. Wildcat Sports Pub. On Tuesday night, the Syracuse Planning Commission approved Syracuse University's plan to replace the 37-year-old roof on the Carrier Dome. Sweet. They put out a new picture of what the skyline's going to look like mm -hmm. with it. They did? Uh, yeah. Is it is it dramatically changed by taking that down? Yeah, it's going to be a different It's going to be a solid look. roof, kind of yeah. a clear roof. Is it is it it's much kind of bigger a, or something? Kind or? of like a Matterhorn look to it. That's what know? the roof's going to look like now inside the dome, right there. Oh, wow. It's got the floating scoreboard. That scoreboard's going to come down to the basketball side and then go back to the middle for football games. And this, all this white material here, that's all solid stuff. That yeah, is solid. Yeah, and you okay. can see the sky. So let me ask you a question. Yeah, big sky light. Is that, um, is that the, okay, I, I guess, I don't know why that's the big problem. Maybe, you know, that's what we're spending all the money on. But when I think about going to the game and I think about the things that,
I have to do. Um, a, it's not going to change that you have to walk up that big thing to get to the stadium. That That is what it is. But one of the things that is difficult because it's downtown is the parking. So are we going to build like a 10-story parking structure then? No. No? No, no. I'm sure they'll do something, but... Or why wouldn't we go subterranean like nine floors down and just... Or something that... I mean... You have to park. If you're the guy that has the nosebleed seats on that on that income, yeah. you're parking literally a half a mile. You take from a bus. The, you got to take a bus. You do. They got to bus you in. They got to bus you in. No, no parking plans. But it's like that everywhere. Even at Clemson, people are walking. But the weather is yeah, nice. But wait a minute. You're parking around the stadium. That's not that really the same. I had to walk a good and that's an half outdoor stadium. Mile. That's an outdoor stadium. But there's not. It's it's not. It, and the it's only in thing South is, Carolina. It's, yeah, the only that's the only difference. Everybody bitches about the walk. Yeah. In Syracuse, you and you know the team's going to win when you get there. You to, yeah. <laughs> wow, that's a terrible sorry, thing I'm to sorry. say. How dare <coughs> coach? How dare stop the run? <laughs> well, Josh, well, what to else you got? Fired. I mean, the team is outstanding. The team is outstanding. It's a strong team, isn't it? Cadillac Williams and Michael Vick are among those who will be taking jobs and coaching positions as part of the new Alliance of American Football in 2019. The what? It's called the Alliance of American Football. It's not the XFL. It's the other one. Oh. oh. Uh, and they're gonna. And Vick is gonna coach. Michael Vick is going to be an offensive coordinator for the Pitbulls. Get uh, uh, yeah, hey, it, hey, Got hey, it. Hey, He's going to be an offensive coordinator for Andy Reid's disciple, Brad Childress. Childress? Childress. Childress. Childress who's, uh, they're going to coach the Atlanta Legends. And Cadillac Williams will be working with Birmingham. The Birmingham. Uh, Birmingham. Birmingham Iron. The Birmingham Iron. Mm. Oh, that's just a terrible sounding <laughs> team. So why don't you go with the BB? The Birmingham know. Bulldogs. The Birmingham Bandits. The Birmingham something. Jeez. The Birmingham Iron. Okay. So this is just going to be like a terrible football league with coaches that we know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Isn't, isn't that kind of like, uh, remember the replacements? Did you ever see that movie, <laughs> Keanu Reeves? Johnny Utah? What is he? Somebody I can't remember. What do you got, Josh? What else you got, Josh? So what? Yes. Yeah, so what? All right. Thank you, Striking out so far. <laughs> Philadelphia Eagles analyst Gary Cobb has advised- Wait a minute. The- Gary Cobb's in the so what? Yeah. Any relation to Cornon? Oh, yeah. right. Gary Cobb has advised the Philadelphia Eagles to abstain from sex because it fogs your mind, and that's why they're losing. Is that Ty Cobb's son? <laughs> I don't know. Randall's brother? <laughs> now I'm just... Tex Cobb? Now I'm just getting murdered over here. Is that a so what? Nobody cares? Sex doesn't affect how you play. No, women weaken legs. I disagree. <laughs> I would disagree. You if, want to celebrate after a victory, go home and get some. Don't do it before the game. If if not getting sex made you better at your job, I okay, would be the let greatest. Me ask, <laughs> okay, yeah. Let me ask you a question. So, and just just close your eyes and think about this. Think about the factuality of this when you ask yourself this question. Right after you do do it with your partner, with a stranger, whatever it is. A stranger. Do you more often than not? Re, do you more often than not not do anything and relax or fall asleep or do? Or do you run out enthusiastically and get ready to play a full contact sport? Oh, do you yeah. think they're okay. doing it in so, the, so, the day so, of? Though? So, so, so the point of it is, or are you more likely if you haven't done it to run around and go crazy in order to try to get it? So. There you go. For me, the answer to that is no. I'm shacking. I just spent four days at Del Lago, and we got I got plenty. And I slept <laughs> every every time after. I did nothing for days. I enjoyed my birthday extravaganza, and I drove Robin crazy chasing around the hotel room. So 
Yes, it, it, it is a fact that it is probably from a performance standpoint as an athlete, better for you to wait until you have played and then you get to do one of the things. Victory sex, which is really great, or frustration, I lost sex, which is even better sometimes. So what's the timeline? If you're playing on Sunday, when do you have to stop having sex? <clears throat> Thursday? I would not, no. I would say um, if you're playing on Sunday, definitely avoid sex Friday and Saturday. Let it build, build it up. Build it, build it, build it. Do you want to call Robin in on this one? It seems nonsensical to me. Why does it seem nonsensical? I don't know. This is from a man who hasn't gotten laid in 14 years. Yes. I, you're fine. I would be able to come you're into. F- I'd come into work just the same human if I was having. Because well, you're asexual by now. You're done. <laughs> As the big train drives by. Yes. Yeah. All the metaphors. Very going phallic. How, how do you do it with all the poon you're slaying? <laughs> I know. Just that. I just have to beat him off with a stick <laughs> on game day. Yeah. You had me at beat off. Uh, <laughs> the <laughs> strong. The home of the Detroit Pistons and the Detroit Red, Red Wings Red have Wings? a problem. No one's coming to the games, and on TV it looks terrible. All of the seats are red, and they look empty. I'll show you the photo of this. So what they are doing to alleviate that is they're replacing all the red seats with black seats so it looks better on television when nobody's at the games. Wow. I didn't know the Pistons were having such trouble drawing people. Are they that pre- bad? It's preseason. I don't no, know. this is from last season, too. Well, I think that we're talking about, you know, we can get into some pretty heavy socioeconomics about this. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, I hadn't thought about that. We're talking about a, a region of the country that was very dependent on the auto industry, and they went through, a, certainly felt multiple recessions more than um, the rest of the country did. Uh, you know, Detroit itself, from a crime standpoint, you know, was at an all-time low in the, in the 80s, 90s. Um, it's actually... Real estate-wise, making a bit of a comeback. Detroit's becoming a, a more attractive place for you to go to and raise a family. And real estate values are, are uh, because they were so low, are, are starting to make a bit of a comeback. But it still is, uh, uh, from a c- city standpoint, it has its issues and its problems. So when you think about the luxury of going to watch a professional sports franchise with tickets that, you know, that can be hundreds of dollars a piece, or certainly to take a family of four, you're looking at a... At a you know three hundred dollar, that's as much as some people make in multiple days to work in Detroit. So, you can see why you know the luxury of having a pro franchise probably suffers some. Um, the idea that so it doesn't look bad that sounds like the NBA wants that. That yeah. more than, than the yeah, Detroit looks bad Pistons want it. The Little Caesars yeah. Arena is really nice. We were just up there. And it's, you know, uh, you guys, they they played that's where they played college hoops there. That's where Syracuse played. Oh, I didn't know that. I, I played uh, in the uh, NBA Entertainment League at the Palace at Auburn Hills uh, and uh, and lit them up like a Christmas tree with my amazing three-point abilities. So yeah. in the meantime, while they're replacing those chairs, they're <laughs> putting... Just so what did you... So what did you... Shut up, all the... I get that story out. In the meantime, they're putting black seats over the covers uh, to make it look oh, better. Black for covers over the seats? Yeah, what did I say? I'm black seats over, over the covers. Yeah. Uh, and finally... A town in Virginia is charging you if you are over the age of 12 and trick-or-treating. Chesapeake, Virginia says anyone over the age of 12 who is caught trick-or-treating will be sentenced to six months in jail and fined $500. What? what, what, what is there a more explanation? I know they why. Just, they, don't, they say that 12 is the legal limit to trick-or-treat. Anybody over you, the age of 12? Did you trick-or-treat? Trick-or-treat? Are you both becoming Elmer Fudd here? Trick-or-treat? 
Newport News in Virginia <laughs> says that you can only trick or treat until the age of 12. After that, it is a misdemeanor. Did you do it in high school? I feel like I did. I trick or treated until they told me to stop coming. Turn on the radio. Neil still trick or treats, for God's sakes. He's going out. Wait a second. I'm going to be a My immediate reaction to this story is that I want to go down with a costume and I want to see a cop come lock me up. I mean, like, how 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 do you? It has you it has that? yet to be seen. I mean, I guess we'll find out if they arrest anybody. There on is a city, a township, or a county. I can't remember in Georgia where if the police officer feels that you have an erection, you are immediately fined and you're you're, you're arrested. So they do have some really crazy laws. Pardon me, sir, but that looks like a lethal weapon you have right there. Come with me. Uh, yeah, so you can't go trick or treat. Wow, that's uh, that's strong. Anybody over the age of twelve? I, but can we can we put that a footnote on this story to mm-hmm. say that we'd like to research it more and find out exactly what the logic behind it? I mean, did they have a trick or treater do a home invasion last year or something crazy? I figured in high school the fun of it was out to terrorize the younger kids, so that might be what it is. Like shoot Roman candles at them, whether I never did. I never did that. I never did that kind of stuff. Uh, but we definitely egged houses mm. of the neighbors that ratted on us. You take I mean, the, we were famous. You for take that. the younger kids candy. No, I never did. You were a bully. I was a man. You were <laughs> no. You were a small kid that. And got, I know, I'm older. the one that got the candy taken. I'm just ta- I'm reciting God, the stories. God, what's wrong with you, man? I'm gonna dress up D- as a ghost. Trick or treat, Forrest. Are you going, Forrest? What? Are you going out for uh, Halloween? Halloween? You got any Halloween plans? Uh, the weekend of. I'm you, going down to Cleveland. He's going to. You're going to Cleveland for what? To party? I got a whole bunch of Cleveland, like Ohio, or my Cleveland? (laughs) Ohio. Ohio. I'm going to be a sexy nerd. (laughs) (laughs) I got thigh highs and a push up bra. You know what? I'm going to find that picture of Robin from last year. Oh, boy. Post it. All right, we'll come back. So I'm brought to you by Wildcat Sports Club. This is the Daniel Baldwin Show. Hey now, we're back. I finally found the picture of Robin uh, in the nurse's outfit. Oh my lord, I love Halloween. I do love Halloween. When did it turn into naughty outfits? I I caused (laughs) it. You guys ready to make your baseball? His ball picks? Uh, Yeah, yeah, I want to talk about this kid too, this recruit. But I'm going to turn around now. The unveiling of the forest work. This is the Astros against the Red Sox. Let's take a look. Go ahead. Astros. Those are good Red Sox. the Red Sox Sox are pretty good. Those are not bad. I have no idea. That's a... a, um, The Brewers look like a pool. Yeah, the Brewers look like like a Ninja Turtle hand. That's the Astros right there? No, No, that's the Astros. Astros Sox. What is that? That's That's the Milwaukee Brewers. It looks like a a cleft palate alligator. He missed a bump in the M, I think, didn't he? He didn't even draw, like, the baseball glove fingers. (laughs) Doesn't that look like the eye of the other Well, it's like someone was like trying to draw a yin-yang symbol and they stopped. It looks like a swimming pool with a jacuzzi in the middle of and it. And the Dodgers I just love. Dodgers I just love. It looks like the aerial view of a woman's breasts with a hole in the top of her head. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, um, the Astros, you know. Not trying to brag, but I am tied with Gump for first place in our spinner picks. So. Yeah, I can see that. So, okay. Uh... Let's go Gump first. Gump. Do you want the odds? No, 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 none of that. Okay. 
so Gump is taking Gump's taking the Strohs over the Sox. Yep. Okay, and the what? Dodgers and the Dodgers and Dodgers Brewers. He's taking the Brewers. Okay, Brewers. Okay, uh, Josh. Joshy. I'm taking the Sox and the Dodgers. Sox Dodgers. That's going to be your World Series, Paulie. I am going for a rematch of last year's World Series. I will take the Astros and Dodgers. Whoa. I am going to agree with Paulie, and I am taking the Astros and the Dodgers. The Astros are good. Damn. Yeah, they're really good. They're really good. Uh, Okay. This is is a decision maker right here. And Syracuse has off uh, this weekend. Thank God. No one's going to run for 400 on them. (laughs) Guaranteed. The bye week's going to put up 500. <laughs> <laughs> the bye week is going to crush them. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable. Someone so just sad. someone's just running around Manly Fieldhouse right now on him. Just <laughs> I just want them to be ready to stop the run for God's sake, please. Something. Uh, so this kid. Oh, let me let me talk about this for a second. So maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong about my take on this, but Chief Wahoo Logo retired after Cleveland Indians pennant hopes were crushed. So I guess the deal was they were going to remove this reference uh, as they have with the Syracuse Orange Men to the Orange and many of these references that they felt were derogatory. Here's what I think, and certainly I don't want to imply at all that I'm for anything that would make someone of Native American um, descent in our country uh, feel offended. But what I think is happening, part of what's happening anyway, is you're eliminating references to this great country's um, um, history by by eliminating these... Uh, I don't think it was meant, Chief Wahoo, as a, as a, a dig on American Indians. And I, and I think that um, preserving the smiling Indian with the you know, it has been a staple in the Cleveland Indians uniform. It's now going to be gone now. It's gone. So little by little, we continue to eliminate where there's no references anymore to American Indians in, in our sporting. The, the Washington Redskins, you know, that, that, that's, that's been one that's been highly controversial. Our own Syracuse University team, you know, is now not the Orange Men, but the Orange. Um, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know if it's going to have the long-lasting effect because when I thought about these teams as a kid and you asked the question of why are they that or what, it was an obvious link to our history and our, um, and our legacy as, as members of this, of this continent. But you can also see why it would be offensive. Okay, so is Chief, why is Chief Wahoo offensive? That's Tell a me. little over the Chief Wahoo is a, a little well, over the top. It's a smiling, cartoonish Native yeah. American. I can see why that'd be upsetting. I'm normally, uh, I normally agree with you. I, Chief Wahoo is way over the top to me. Chief Wahoo is way over the top, meaning meaning it's that's offensive. Okay, I mean, it's so, similar to like blackface so, so, almost. Yeah. If you okay, look at okay, that. Okay, yeah. so hang on, hang on. So, are you okay with saying African Americans are blacks? Can you say I mean, black? if they are, can yeah. You say, no, I asked you a question. Can you say blacks? Because I can say black. I can say, even though really there's various shades of brown as as Caucasians are kind of shades yeah, of... Yeah, I, I, I can say black and I can say white. and Black right, and white, yeah. Right, okay, so you can say that. Yeah. So the reference to orange men or a reference to the red pigment of... of of Native Americans, it, as as some people have made comments about Asians having a yellow pigment to their skin. So I don't know 
that were I don't think people said that for any other reason than their their coloring favors a certain color. Yeah, but you can't than, have the Washington blacks like you can't have the Washington Redskins. To your point, see, I, I I think the Redskins one is a little different. Where I I feel like that his that's just a a name. Whereas but the it's Chief a name Wahoo, that they said is offended. They're offended by it. No, so why uh, would see, you? I, I, there's, the polls say that they're not offended. I think that there's white people offended by it. I think that the Chief <laughs> Wahoo character is an offensive character. But I what don't about know why. up by you? Okay. Up by you. Okay. The school your kids go to used to be the Warriors, and they changed it. I have no... Or the, they used to be um, the Redskins, and I think they're the Warriors now, but yeah. Yeah, I, 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 I don't... And of course, I'm not Native American. I'm not, I'm not going to speak for the many tribes that uh, exist out here. I personally, if they, if they... If I was on a basketball team and we called ourselves the White Boys, I would hope that no one would be offended by the fact that if m- most of or all of the team were Caucasian boys and we called ourselves the White Boys. Um, now... I think the most important thing is, are Native Americans offended by this? Um, so evidently, it was um, uh, offensive to call Syracuse University that, that had a tradition of many decades, you know, century, of being called the Orange Men, which was, a, I thought, an homage to our ancestors that were of Native American descent from up here. At some point, that became offensive. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure where that happened or... Did someone wake up in 1996 and say, hey? Well, got- I mean, I'm sure it was offensive long before then, but I don't think anybody probably voiced it or paid attention. So was there some rise to power of Native Americans that suddenly gave them a voice to say? Or did white people look at it and say, hey, maybe we're offending them? I, I just don't get the whole... I don't know the history of it. Yeah, and, and, and again, so for me to say white men in upstate New York... That's not offensive to white men, and I don't think that's offensive. So if we were to say, so we have to say Native American men, but we can't say the orange men. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not sitting here trying to be naive. I'm just like, where's the line? It keeps moving. It's, it was, it was um, uh, Negro, and that was out the door, and then it was, uh, you know, uh, uh, blacks, and then well, actually, when you look at most African American people or people of African American descent, they're really not black; they're just various shades of mm-hmm. brown. Mm-hmm. As as Caucasians are uh, actually shades of pink, <laughs> pink and white. So would I be up, uh, upset if they went, um, yeah, that that male pink? No, I would. But with Chief Wahoo, imagine if that was a cartoonish Asian person yeah. or a cartoonish black. person. Okay, so uh, is it offensive? Is it offensive? To have the big smiling Irishman with the with the well, cl- I've said millions of times you, there will be a point in my life where the Notre Dame has to change that. Right, so they'll here, just be the Irish. Well, yeah. well, well, there, there's the, the Irish. There will be the fighting Irish. There, there's the fighting Irish, which is an absolutely perfect example to it. There's the fighting Irish, which is a absolute reference to the le- the link to drinking and fighting mm-hmm. that is stereotypical to Irishmen in bars and and you know now. There are many uh, of Irish descent, including myself, um, um, that have looked at that and wore that as a badge from time to time. Uh, that's right, pal. We're proud of it. And blah, blah. So, so that's something you can speak on. You're not offended by the fighting Irish. I, you know what? 
if I was to if I was to look at 25 Irish pubs in upstate New York and 25 English pubs in upstate New York and 25 regular pubs and blah blah and looked at the number of guys that brawl in the pubs I guarantee the Irish pub would be right up there because there's a little bit of truth to that I'm the least PC guy on the face of the earth and I uh, I don't think that the getting rid of the chief wahoo thing is a bad idea like I just think that cartoon. I'm just looking just at little... him, and I just—I'm not sure. So, was let me ask you a question then. Could you? Should we stop rerunning? Um, They're still going to be called the Indians. Should, should we stop rerunning? Um, F Troop. Is F Troop an offensive show? I've never seen it, but if it you've is, never seen no. F Troop, no. If it's not aging well, I don't know. <laughs> well, they do. They have removed lots of have TV Have you shoes. ever watched F Troop? Yes. Okay. And in F Troop, they have the Hakawi Indians mm-hmm. with Chief Wild Eagle. And Chief Wild Eagle is always making deals on the side in the reservation. Mm-hmm. And, blah, blah, and he's a bit of a zany character. And I, you know, I think it depicts a, 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 a statement of what the time was um, in, in, in the 60s and early 70s in the United States. But I, I have a hard time. Well, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe, you know what? Maybe we should get somebody of Native American descent in, in here and talk to us about it and educate us more about what Native Americans think about it. Because I don't, I don't know. I don't look at that and I see him. So I, he could be grinning because, you know, he uh, it, he he just sold Manhattan for like twenty six bucks. They, they just they just hey uh, they they get rid of things like this. Like Disney doesn't air Song of the South anymore because of all the racist stuff that's in that. They they do get rid of things over time that you know right well 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 hang on a second though so if you're going to show and prominence some type of slave flag that that praises that era or whatever then I'd say hey hang on a second now now, now there let's draw the line with so when you show the flag that that um, celebrates the South um, the rebel flag and there's been a lot of controversy over that you're talking about a a parcel of society that supported slavery and fought a war to try to keep African Americans as slaves. I have an issue with that. Um, the smiling uh, um, emblem on the team, I don't think degrades, in my opinion, that it doesn't stand for something that says, oh, it was great that we slaughtered Native Americans at Wounded Knee, or oh, it was, you know, because there's been some terrible things that happened to Native Americans as a result of what, what, what America did to them. So, the fighting Irish did. Uh, it was it was a lot of those fighting, <laughs> yeah. those drunk fighting Irish that went out there and did it, actually. Um, anyway, interesting subject, far beyond the normal scope of ESPN. That's I like why, it. That's why I like being part of it. Take way a break. To, way to make me uncomfortable. Thank you. This is the Daniel Baldwin Show. Hey, now. We got a call around, but we're not getting through the call. Take the call. Let's go. No. It's caller. He's on hold. You can't. Not on hold. What Talk do you mean? To He's talking to Neil. Yes. He hung, Neil. Neil is now screened two calls, and neither one of them. Have He's come struggling. On the air. He's struggling. Get in here, Neil. He's talking to them for thirty minutes. I know. Minutes he what's, what's he a, talks them out of coming he on. He talks them out of coming on. <laughs> Are I'm you not, sure I'm you want to go on that I'm show? Going to tell him. They're going to make but, you feel uncomfortable. Who's a caller? Uh, this is going to. They're going to pick on you. This is going to be. Who's a caller? First one I answered. They hung up. Like right away. Susan, how, how did, how did you stay on the before. phone with him that long? I can that, see no, how long. No, that you're... one he just ranted, like he was ranting. What's he saying? I just let him talk. What did he say? Talking about how 
why they were called the Orange Men, blah, blah, blah. He just, like, ranted on me. Yeah. So, Phil, well, well, we lost answer? the caller. Yeah. No. Why are they calling the Orange Men? I don't trust to say this. Uh, I love it. Let's go. This is going to end horribly. I don't, I don't fully remember what he said. Uh, I, was, I didn't know how much time we had I blacked left. out. I okay. didn't know how much <laughs> so, 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 hey, let me take about Let me regress you. Ready? Follow, watch my hand. I need to be Ooh, hypnotized. I'm going to hypnotize. All right. So, now you're back on bling, bling. ESPN Syracuse, this force. <laughs> and, 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 and now the guy says go he said he wanted he said that you guys were talking about the orange man I'm like yeah and he's they just were and he said well they got it wrong the reason they were called the orange men is something about females and he's like the reason they changed it isn't because of the Native American blah 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 well they blah, used blah. to have a saltine warrior that they got rid of So 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 he says that the reason why they were called the Orange was something to do with. He was basically females. saying everything you guys said was wrong. That's okay. basically what he said. And he, but he didn't want to come on and talk about it. I didn't know how much time was left. That's the thing. I didn't know how much time you guys had left. I should. I should have <laughs> came in and asked you real quick. Oh my god! How long have you done this show? <laughs> in not, we in end the show at the same time <laughs> every day. They were trying to claim that it was a. It existed between the Colony of New York and the House of Orange, which is Holland. In 1929, the the issue of the Alumni News said Orange was chosen because of its symbolic of the golden apples of Hesperia, the glory of the sunrise, and the hopes of a golden future. It is the hue of strength, vigor, and confidence. Well, I got um, the Syracuse mascot was originally a Native American character named the Saltine Warrior. Syracuse unofficial nickname is the Salt City and Big Chief Bill Orange. So you know what I I always thought. Well, here here here's even better than this is this is what kills me, and furthers my my fervor of making an argument against particularly for Syracuse. If it had no reference to Native Americans at all and its originality, then how was it offensive to them? How was it offensive to anyone if it wasn't even meant to be according to I, what we're reading? I don't even know if that's why they got rid of it, you know? So The uh, first have, colors of Syracuse University were pea green and rose pink. Students didn't like them, so in 1890, seconds. they changed the color to orange. And I think heroin addicts that have to give urine tests to the court must be extremely offense, offense, uh, offended, offended by this. I think so, because it's pea green. Oh my and God. they should change it immediately. Have a good day. Great. Good talking to you.